in Luke 24 on the road to Emmaus, some friends encounter Jesus, and as he speaks, they find their hearts burning within them. In this On The Road series, we hear from friends about their current walk with Jesus and what he's speaking to them about now that's burning within their hearts. Join us on the journey. Hey, so welcome to another episode of On The Road. Um, I've got Sarah with me today. Now, um, I'll let you into a secret. Sarah and I will spend um, countless hours in a week on Zooms or calls or meetings or prayer meetings together um, in lots of different contexts, wearing lots of different hats. So me sitting on a screen with Sarah feels a very familiar thing to do, which should be good for today's conversation. Um, Or maybe we'll be too familiar with each other's stories and I'll cut you off by accident, Sarah. But um, the the whole idea behind the On The Road series is just to hear different people's stories about their walk with God, how God's speaking to them. And a lot of that has meant that the conversations have been very personal around God says this, or this is how someone hears God and what they're doing. Um, And I think we'll get that today with Sarah as well. But part of the, the way that God has called Sarah to walk is um, there will be context where Sarah will say, oh, I feel God saying we're to be in this place at this time to pray or to do this. And again, we'll be like, cool, let's go and do it. And then we'll find out in the moment, ah, oh, right, well, the king was passing or there was this thing happening in parliament or wherever it happens to be. And so Sarah's got an incredible grace to hear from God, to trust him about what he says and for us to then be in places or spaces at the right time for what God wants to do. So um, I think we'll have a smorgasbord. There you go. There's my uh, there's my word for the day um, of, um, of some of the personal, maybe just some of the stuff that uh, God's speaking to you about, Sarah, just now. So welcome. Um, and if you don't know Sarah, I know you're going to enjoy it. Thank you, Lewis. It's, it's right. a privilege to be here with you. <laughs> An introduction, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't quite know what to say yet, but I think we all learn together and follow him together. Yeah. I'm uh, really grateful for everyone involved, yeah. really. Yeah, the grace of these things is whenever, whatever, however I introduce someone, by God's grace, I then end up going, I see exactly as I, as I introduced them, God has so led the conversation. So, um, so I said the the whole way we start all the on the roads is with um with I suppose a, an open question for you to answer how you feel led around kind of what is it that you feel God's speaking to you about just now what's kind of burning in your heart from the Lord. Thank you. <laughs> so it's really good to be asked that question, isn't it? I think we should maybe ask each other all that just periodically mm. because mm. I think it's really good just to make you really think and tune in to what Holy Spirit's talking to you about at the time mm. so thank you for asking the question that's all right I'll, i'm going to try and ask you more <laughs> when there's not a camera on Sarah. sorry i don't <laughs> we will now won't we um so yeah there's so much he's speaking so much at the moment it feels like he's shouting really and confirming yeah. things in so many ways um across nations right now yeah. so much going on um but i think what he wanted me to hone in on today and uh, some of you who know me well would have heard me say this Mm -hmm. um, but I do feel like a highlight is on it again is uh, that last year I really need to work out the date I don't know off the top of my head at the moment but but last year sometime um he clearly said to me that Joel as in the book of Joel Mm -hmm. I've got a brother Joel (laughs) but not him he's great but the book of Joel would be um our script so Mm -hmm. Joel as our script was what he told me Mm. and so I mean it's great it's three chapters which helps it's not (laughs) (laughs) that's quite helpful Uh, um but as you go through it and please do I just encourage anyone to just go through that book um 
it, there's a real highlight on it, I, I believe, at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, in the time we've got, Lewis, that I really won't be able to unpack it all. And I think God's showing more, me more and more. And as collectively, even, mm -hmm. even today, someone messaged me who I don't think knew that I'd been hearing that and, and again mm -hmm. confirmed around um, what I'd been speaking through Joel. So uh, I'm going to pick out a few things from it. I'll Very do it. I'll, 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 I'll tell you sort of an overall list of what he's highlighted to me. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to hear from others because I think we learn together yeah. and there'll be other things that, that he will um, highlight to other people, I think. Um, but I feel like this is, it really is like a script of what's going on at the moment. It might be personally for people, but also um, as a nation and nations yeah. and what's going on around the world at the moment. So um, I'm, I'm going through more or less chronologically, but I'll, I'll, I'll skip around as well. So um, it starts off, and I have to admit that I would love to know from those teachers amongst you more about the first chapter. Okay. <laughs> but it definitely, it definitely um, starts off with invasion. Mm. Definitely a war and army theme around it. Um, chapter one, verse six: As a nation has invaded my land. Mm. There's definitely a theme around fields being ruined and um, grain, wine, oil drying up, the mm. cattle being in trouble and suffering. And there's a call to, and you can see a pattern, there's a call to repentance mm. in our hearts. And there's a, a call to declare a holy fast, mm. to uh, call a sacred assembly to gather the people. It's going into chapter two now. Mm. A call, and we've been hearing this time and time again, to blow the trumpet and sound the alarm. Mm. Um, and then, beautiful moment, as you see in many of these books of the Bible, and as we see in our lives, and God mm. plays it out. So, um, uh, chapter 2, verse 18 says, Then the Lord will be jealous for his land and take pity on his people. And then it goes into the happier part, where mm. sending um, new grain, uh, grain, new wine, new mm. oil there's abundance there's overflow and of course the the passages that i i did know um much better growing up i guess and, and yeah yeah will pour out my spirit and sons and daughters prophesy old men mm. will dreams young men will see visions and um then there's the wonders this is all in chapter two and mm. then i've got my bible in front of me and um keep looking down <laughs> and then there's the Salvation, so everyone, this is uh, 2.32, uh, everyone mm. who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Mm. And, and then there's, it's interesting because then sandwiched between that and one of my favourite bits, which is the multitudes in the Valley of Decision. We may not get onto this, mm. but God gave me a really clear vision encounter around that, which makes me emotionally even thinking about it. Mm. Incredible. Um, just, you know, just this sense of, what's coming and that there will be many people deciding to follow him but actually sandwiched between those two bits and some more about harvest which we love mm. is um this it's uh, three verse nine says proclaim this among the nations prepare for war and rouse the warriors mm. so it's just a bit in there <laughs> um, <laughs> just a bit welcome to on the road with sarah part one of seven <laughs> It does feel like actually might need yeah. to really unpick it with those who are much better at teaching than I am. Mm. Um, but but genuinely, so the, the pattern is there, and this is what I believe God's saying at the moment, and, and it doesn't take a prophetic person, Lewis, does it, mm. to see what's going on. 
but there's definitely something and I do believe um that there's more coming as well Mm. where um there's themes around war and famine and tough times for for us as Mm. Christians as well um but what's our response firstly it's eyes on Jesus Mm. there's a real call at the moment to repenting and um you were there, weren't you, when we were able to, mm. yeah, in, in Parliament Square, which is amazing, and just having mm. that time together, really repenting in that significant place. But I think all of us have had that Psalm 139 um, moment where it's search me, know me, um, mm. and test me. You know, we've been going through that over the last few years, haven't we? Um, of And I feel like <laughs> I feel like daily still stripping more things off me, mm. where we just say, we don't want anything in this new season to hinder us and where repentance has just meant, I know from top of me personally, it's just meant something very different or new or fresh again and more poignant, really. The fear of the Lord, I think, has come upon me in a new way. And mm. um, just this sense of, as it says, rend your hearts and not your garments. And mm. um, so we are, it's definitely a heart thing. And Psalm mm. 24, which so many of us have been really drawn to at this time, have been praying um consistently um mm. around um clean hands and a pure heart as well yeah so much around the heart and this repentance but also we see biblically and again too much too much for now but that we we can repent on behalf of and it's very much a a recognizing really before our amazing king of glory that mm. as, a, as a church um capital c Mm. and um, yeah. I'll start off individually yeah. <laughs> as a church and as a nation and as nations we have so much to come before him it, it talks about returning to the Lord and mm. um, returning to the Lord and I think we've come so far away from him that that is where the repentance stemmed um, and turning away and then just this need for um, yeah rend- rending our hearts everything within us giving that back mm. to him Mm. if that makes sense that's the starting point mm. yeah it does so like so so uh let's just jump back a little bit because i want i want to try and get through a, a chunk of this so you're there give or take a year ago you're praying walking where are you where you feel god speak about joel being a book for this moment was that like would that would you audibly hear that were you reading the bible kind of what like kind of just give me the the how you first heard that and then i've got a whole bunch of questions to follow on after that so um, with this particular, I do, there are some moments where I can remember exactly where I was, like at the washing up bowl or in the car or in the yeah, shower, yeah, yeah. Whatever, too much information. But for, the, for this, it was a, it was like a, it was like a whisper that got louder. You know, it's like a, yeah. a, a thought that came into my head Yeah. Um, and I'd been reading Joel and mm. then, and then it was, and actually I did as well have some dreams that were around this sorts of theme. So some dreams mm. as in, in the night dreams that, that yeah. again sort of brought it home gradually over, over time. But I was, I was just in my house, I believe, at the time when it, that, that phrase came to me, yeah. Joel is our script. Okay. Um, and he, he often talks to me as I'm just like walking around my everyday life, really. It's not always yeah. in, a, in a really holy moment. Praise yeah, God, yeah, I have yeah, yeah. some moments, but it, it didn't feel particularly like that. It was more like a whispering, drummed home with a few things. And then that phrase just came into my mind, Joel is cool. our script. And so then you being faithful and knowing that God speaks, say, right, okay, I'm going to start reading Joel and praying about it. And so um, obviously, because what, what you're carrying now 
in your heart is a huge depth of stuff from Joel because there's been multiple different people that have spoken in to this book or there's been different moments that you've you've kind of gone and you maybe taken some action on stuff God has called you to and then find that actually an act of repentance, right? Let's call people to Parliament Square to act, an act of repentance stuff. So there, there's a whole journey that you've been on with yes. Joel. And so did you feel in that moment when Joel's our script, that was God just speaking to you and saying, say that this is a thing for you as that voice got louder? Or like, so I suppose I'm trying to help people just discern one that not only God speaks, but did you feel that, that was just a personal thing? And, or did it, was it like, no, say this is something I want you to carry and kind of for other people to kind of birth a thing within the UK or nations or whatever? Well, really interestingly, it was um, Joel as our script, O-U-R. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. so it wasn't Joel as your, it was yeah, our. Yeah. So that's helpful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and so I guess with what Gosman dated me to do, um, personally, I felt, and I don't always assume this, but I, I, mm. I knew in that moment, especially with the wording he used, um, that it was for, for others too, if that was helpful. Mm. And um, and certainly around different things that I've been serving in and, and having the privilege of having to lead and things like that. Um, there's been times, like you said, um, where... He, he's, he's shown us different things and I go oh it's Joel again it's Joel as a yeah, script like yeah. when we've said to people um we've, we've called a sacred assembly we've asked people to gather mm. whether that's on zoom or in person or um across a number of things that as I call them overlapping kingdom circles we're involved in or and we, we mentioned the time in parliament square especially but we felt actually that's the holy fast but we need to call people to fast and mm. um, as well and and that's what we're doing consistently i'm talking about all through this hour and um, we're asking people not just to pray and to worship but also to fast and mm. to gather and to create so it's a whole it's, it's all in joel so it's it, it's both um instructing what mm. we're doing but also i find it then confirms mm. my brain's a bit slow to catch on which it is sometimes yeah. Yeah. um so yeah so they declare it um, calling a sacred assembly assembly gathering the people and um, and declaring holy fast is mm. is i see what people are doing across the place more and more mm. and and there, there seems to be a place in the gathering um both for being a bit more hidden if you like and and together yeah. in that and and then there's some more public gatherings and, and calling the sacred assemblies that mm. are going on as well that mm. we're hearing the ripples of more and that you know i feel personally led to do as well so yeah so so on, on that, so we, um, I think there's a temptation in all of us to think chronologically and mm -hmm. to, so like basically it's very tempting when you share as you're running through kind of that overview of Joel and um, to be like, oh, okay, so there's going to be hardship, you know, like so if the start of Joel it describes kind of this um, personal hardship kind of Job style, but then you also get this kind of national stuff. It's very tempting to go, all right, okay, I can see that going on, tick. And so we're to call a sacred assembly, tick, and we're to fast, tick, and then, oh, and then, and then God's going to come and do this thing. And we, we think it's a linear thing, yes. but I, I know that there's a, like, it's, there's a continuality around that. Absolutely. Fast. So is that, I'm just interested to hear your views on that. Because we, we tend to think, all right, God's spoken great, tick, tick, tick. Oh, we're here. We're about to come into this season or that, you know. <laughs> and, and I know you well enough to know that that's, you know, we know that that's not always the, the linear journey that God has us on in that way. No, I totally agree. And the way our, our, our something similar about us, Lewis, in terms of the way our minds would work, is that we would love, I think, to be. Um, and I think this was what was happening a lot in in the last season. Mm. Um, 
it's have everything in boxes so flow charts you know so yeah. this and this happens and you're very yeah. good at that sort of thing and and it's, <laughs> it's still needed in some circumstances yeah. but you know this and this happens and then and then this will be what happens mm. the outcome so this is yeah, the outcome output focus the, yeah. the, 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 yes but what i what i see prophetically is this i call it a beautiful rewilded kingdom mess which is a talk mm. for another time and that is more circular more of these overlapping beautiful kingdom circles mm. of what's going on and so i can no longer i totally agree with you you know even though this is fairly chronological what i'm going through now because I'm, I'm making sure i haven't missed anything from the chapters yeah, then yeah. then actually um what you know all, all the way through we need all of these things and that brings mm. me on nicely to the uh, nicely to the next bit which is about um blowing the trumpet and sounding the alarm so i i yeah. think at the moment that can mean a whole again a, another whole talk um but actually um i think at the moment um and I'm, I'm pleased everyone i really am talking to myself as well genuinely um it's that we all need to be um waking up by sleeper rising from the dead and christ will shine mm. on us we need to be um more and more awake to to him to being Issachar type people who see the signs of the times, to mm. see um, what the enemy's up to as well as what God is up to. Um, and I keep saying, I said it probably twice today already, I'm so glad to be alive mm. in these days. And mm. at the same time, what we talk about often, Lewis, is these twin tracks of it's, it's both really, really hard. So the stuff that we see in Joel that's really tough horrendous mm. stuff and at the same time look because <laughs> you get mm. to the the harvest and the the new wine and the mm. and the multitudes and value of decision deciding to follow jesus and and at one point it talks about the joy being taken and then of mm. course by the end of the chapter by the end of the book we know that that actually mm. there's so much joy and that for some of us will be in heaven right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 again we assume that that joy comes pre-heaven <laughs> but actually it won't necessarily yeah not not perhaps for everyone I think there's joy in the journey I think there's absolute yeah. pure joy actually it's so different from happiness this is again um another attack but I do believe there's joy in amongst all of this so if the most horrendous things can be going on and we can see the most horrendous things on the earth but I absolutely testified to that you can have joy in that going on yeah. uh, at the same time but some of the things that we long for and dream for and yeah. see in this book and throughout the bible then some of us will only see from heaven <laughs> mm. whereas um you know some of us i totally believe we'll see while we while we're still here and mm. it'll just be it it will just be incredible but i think going the blowing blowing the trumpet um i think we we all really have a duty to say um to trumpet about jesus basically to say look mm. um look what's going on to to a, a trumpet um can be used as a warning um mm. as well as the alarm but also to to really um, get people's attention. Again, do a study on what trumpets are used for in the Bible, it's incredible. Mm. But the, the alarm is what I particularly feel like I'm carrying at the moment, is mm. to sound the alarm and just say, look, everyone, church and nation, nations, look at the times we're in, look what God's doing. Don't focus, but look at what the enemy's up to. And mm. so we can all be awake. And and again, going back to Joel, it absolutely feels so the pour, outpouring of, of the spirit and um, the way that he's gathering us. So um, after we are, we are in this place of repentance and on our knees, et cetera, it's for purpose. He is gathering mm. and assembling people in the most extraordinary ways. Um, mm. I see it, as you know, as air, land and sea. 
Mm. Um, and he and and I really pray for everyone watching and over us too that we will know what our position is, if you like, that he is calling us to at the moment in the extraordinary things that are going on. Mm. And um, with the heart, our hearts right, like we see here, being fully awake because we've we've heard the alarm of being part of sounding the alarm, blowing the trumpet, mm. but also ready for the harvest, ready for this new thing God's doing, ready um, to to really know where we are in in when when the multitudes mm. are in the valley of decision. So each one of us has a has a part to play. So. Um... I I imagine so. I, I, first of all, I know that your daily walk is around hearing God speak. Often, then getting messages from someone who says, "Oh, I need to connect you with this person who's on the other side of the world," and they say, <laughs> "Oh, I feel God speaking about this," and you're like, "Oh my goodness, I just shared in this context that that was what was going to be right." So, like you, you, I I know you have a very rich daily experience of hearing God and God confirming that in different ways. Um, I imagine though there will be some people watching or listening to this who are who when good faith is saying okay i trust you say that from all these different contexts god's saying you know sound the alarm wake up sleeper and they're saying you know I'd, I'd love to be awake i'd love to hear god speak i'd love to know what god's calling me to and so actually what some people might feel as they're hearing you describe that is that a sense of loss as in like you know and so some of the the loss that we you know you see in joe one might be around that just not feeling like they have that closeness with god or that walk with god and again it's 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 uh it's not an easy thing to answer in the in the general for people, um, but I, I, I'm just aware. I'd be interested to see what you you feel like. You know, if you're calling, if you're sounding that alarm for people saying wake up, and someone's saying, okay, great, I want to wake up, but I don't, I, I'm, I don't, I, I, I can't pick myself up by my laces. I'd like, I, like, how do I wake up? Kind of what? How do I come alive to what it is that God's speaking about to me just now? Um, yeah. And again, no easy general answers, but yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's anything in that that you. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'd probably respond to that by praying for people, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jesus, I, I thank you hmm. so much um, for all you're doing. And I thank you so much for every single person watching this. Jesus. I thank you that you know and love them more than anyone in the world can. And I pray, even as I'm praying now, just see people sort of on their knees. That can be um metaphorically but if mm. you if you want to then just go on your knees before the father he's your father he's your king he's the person who loves you most in the world he's the one who gave his son his only yeah. son just for you let's have a revelation of that again mm. and so i just pray you'd help us all to firstly rend our hearts so give our hearts again to you or maybe for the first time to give our hearts to you jesus mm. Recognize you for who you are and to come before you and just say, please just open our, our hearts, but our eyes as well and our ears, our senses to mm. what you're doing. First of all, I pray more than anything that we have a revelation of you. Jesus. First, the revelation of you. And then I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill each one of us afresh. Mm. Or for the first time, if we haven't been filled before, that you'd fill us and that you would move in power in us. And that looks mm. different for every person, so don't compare. <laughs> mm. Just know that he's with you. And Jesus, I pray that you would open blind eyes, that you would unstop deaf ears, that you would unblock stony hearts, 
that you would uh, speak truth where lies are coming against people and that you'd free us all to see what you're doing and to spot what the enemy's doing and not give him any glory for it whatsoever, but to just mm -hmm. know what he's doing to either avoid it or to pray into it or to come against it or have an assignment if that's what you want against whatever it is, Jesus, but that we would bring you our light, the light of the world, the way, the truth and the life into every situation we encounter and that our focus will be on you and you only mm. and that you'll just come and show us what our part is, each one of us, Jesus. in air, land and sea, whatever that mm. means to us, whether we are going to be um, in different roles, maybe even move, maybe there will be life changes, but for some of us, it will be heart changes. It will be spending more time with you. It will be saying, actually, we will declare a holy fast. We will mm -hmm. gather with more people. We will seek you, seek your face more than we have been doing. Mm. Whatever it is, Jesus, whether it's seemingly small things or big things to you, that you will help each one of us to know where to be positioned in these times for these days. Mm. And we don't partner with fear in any way when we read this or hear things like this, Jesus. We don't partner with fear because you are bigger than all of this. And you just long for everyone to, to just be drawn to you. Mm. And we pray that each one of us will have the opportunity to help those who are in the, the valley of decision. Mm. Um, to come to know you that um, in one of the verses in, in chapter three, it talks about um, swinging the sickle because the harvest is ripe. Jesus, help us to see mm. the harvest is ripe. And for anyone who hasn't yet that made that decision to follow you, I just pray that they will know right mm. now you as their Lord, as their saviour, as their best friend. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Um, so one of the other things I just want to um, again get, yeah, just your perspective on is um, is so part of the the call that you're feeling to the church, capital C, the one church, the body mm -hmm. of Christ, um, and therefore all believers is this awake or sleeper, you know, for us all to recognise that no matter how well we hear God or we think we know what God's doing, there's a slumberer upon the church, mm. upon us as individuals, like, you know, even just like areas of our own individual life that we could be alive to God in one thing, but still sleeping in the other or, you know, um, and so um, the the interesting parallel that's going on in my mind is that yeah. uh, uh, in the world just now, there is this whole thing of, oh, you're, you're asleep and, you know, you're, I'm woke and I know what's going on. And, you're, you know, like, so it's just interesting that at the same time that there's this call for the Bible saying Christians wake up, you're sleeping and slumbering. Yes. There's a parallel track that I don't think there's always life in, in the way that the, the kind of the world says, you know, basically you can't see what's really um, mm. going on. But um, what do you think that looks like for the church, this kind of this awakening of the church for individuals, for, you know, kind of just like, so obviously part of what God's spoken to you about has been walked out over this last year with this, you know, this hour script. What what do you think that starts to look like? Because, again, it won't necessarily all be end of Joel. Suddenly the church comes into great favour in the land and, you know, everyone's partying and it's all, you know, what, <laughs> yeah. what, just looking ahead a little bit about that, what, what it might look like for an individual or for the church to as we start to waken up. Wow. 
big questions. Real, <laughs> real great questions. Um, I think it's like a whole whole lot of things. Again, mm. I just come back to it, it needs the individual to make sure we're we're right, we're repenting, we're right before him, mm. ready for him to use us in, in lots of different ways. Um honestly, I, I was just asking Holy Spirit whether I should say this or not on a recording. I think I will. Honestly, I feel like some of the difficult things coming are some of it's enemy activity, obviously, as in I'm talking spiritual enemy. Yeah. It might be the physical enemy too. Yeah. Um, but um, it feels very much as well that God is allowing, and that's really hard, but he's, he's allowing some of it. We see that through scripture. Mm. Um, and I, I heard that we will, will be, on our knees before him when we're on our knees if that makes sense yeah yeah so so, so j just to pause there so basically just yeah. the like, we'll be on our knees when we're on our knees like the idea being like actually there are going to be collectively or maybe individually experiences and circumstances where we're going to feel totally depleted totally at the end of ourselves. the only thing we've got left to do or respond to in that circumstance is to fall on our knees and that's the point at which we are on our knees because we're on our knees cool i just want to just pause on that so that because very yeah. easy to hear little catchy phrases and be like oh cool yeah, yeah yeah but that's that's what you mean i was about to clarify and you did it so much better <laughs> sorry no you, you said yeah that was brilliant thank you wish I'd... oh we have recorded it it's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah that so i i i really feel like now it's a junction moment for the church Mm. hopefully partly an answer to your question church capital c where we need to decide are we hearing him are we following him are we not automatically going back to the old ways i'm mm. not talking about throwing the baby out with the bathwater. yeah but are we what has he been speaking he's been speaking an awful lot in the last mm. few years with everything we've been through mm. and we have a choice to make are we going to really um, learn from everything he's been saying. Leave the old behind. Leave, um, leave things that were unhelpful behind. Mm. Um, leave baggage. Leave stuff that we thought was actually what church was for, but it wasn't, mm. and all that sort of thing. Again, another whole talk for another time. Mm. But, um, and are we going to really stand on the truth mm. and not just listen to the voices of the world? Mm. And are we really prepared to pay the cost? Mm. Um, of following him and taking up our crosses and we're going to have to answer all those questions by the way I'm still trying to do this daily <laughs> we're going to have to answer all those questions and really know where we stand because mm. when things come against us then we will really see mm. um, those who have the resilience in him if you like to stand and keep on standing like mm. it said yeah. in the bible and so and and then I totally believe the church will be glorious. It's his, you know, we're his bride, and he will have a pure and spotless bride. And mm. um, but there may be some allowing of some things so that we can be honed and so that we really are on our knees before him as a church and as a mm. nation mm. and as nations. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, so just two uh, quick reflections on that. So um, the. The interesting thing is there's there I think there's a temptation in some 
who, when you hear women, when they hear people saying, oh, you know, we're calling the church to leave the old wineskin behind, do anything, some people will feel that fear of like, or, you know, that you're basically one, as you said, throwing out the baby with the bathwater and you're wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. But actually, the I know you and I know your heart. Actually, some of the that call, not the, the whole of it, because God is going to take us into something new, but part of that call is like to go back to the old things of prayer and repentance, of Absolutely. basically pursuit of holiness yeah. and, you know, fasting. Yeah. And, and so, like, so, again, the, the, I, I just wanted to call that out because often when we hear someone again say, oh, you know, we're going to do this new thing, mm-hmm. it's the worldly thing of saying everything in the past is rubbish. Yeah. We're much more sophisticated. We're technologically advanced. We're so no, much no. smarter than all those fools that have come before us. And we're going to go and do a new thing and throw mm-hmm. out that old stuff. But but just I'll pause on that because I know – what you're meaning and I, I know what some people might mishear that to mean but yeah. it is it's that call to call back to Jesus like basically Absolutely. we only knew what to do because of what he heard his father doing and yes um, and and then the second just reflection on, on you sharing that I think is um is the which I've I'm, I've been struck by before um from like a collective church leadership or you know kind of from the the kind of the church as a whole is the the people that persecuted Jesus, we know this, were like, they were really well-intentioned. Like they they were, they they loved the scripture and they were like, the scripture said this. And you know, the, and so basically like, and so we just, we can't have anything to do with this Jesus guy because we are so in love with the scriptures. And again, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of the challenge, I think, for the church mm-hmm. is that there, um, we, we have to cling to the Bible. It's the only, you know, the word and truth and yeah. spirit and truth. Basically, yeah. it's all we've got to cling to. Yeah. And yet we need to make sure that we are also hearing what God is speaking. We don't miss Jesus mm. in the moment because it's yeah. what the religious leaders did at that time is they missed what Jesus was up to. Yeah, so good. Not because they were genuinely holding on to it, which Jesus says the whole of the Old Testament reveals who I am mm. and constantly was teaching them and saying, look, this is what... And yeah, I think that's the danger for the church in this moment, as God does something new, if we can hold on to the old things. And it's not truly scripture or kind of, you mm-hmm. know, the, the the truth of what God has spoken about church in the past. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's I suppose that's the the challenge for us is that it's part of that is discernment or not, but it's saying actually what I need to hold on to is Jesus, the truth of what yeah. the Bible says, the what he's genuinely the life that the discipleship life that he's called us to. Yes. But we also know that there will be a us separating where we've kind of married ourselves cleaved ourselves to stuff that isn't what the bible said church was meant to be or the christian walk was meant to be or how we're meant to treat our finances or this thing or that or whatever it happens to be um which i just yeah i guess i'm just i'm just pausing because i know that's part of what you're 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 speaking into and yeah i think it helps um just focus the like what what you're saying you're feeling god speaking about comes next yeah no that's really really helpful in total agreement and the prophetic words um over this nation actually around um revival coming so you know revival i believe um is is for church but also for harvest you know for people Mm. to come to know him and and will come when uh, word word and spirit are are together and So um, none of us have all the answers apart from yeah. him. And we're all trying to learn, aren't we, um, mm. in what he's doing. But it's a joy. It's a joy to be alive at the, in, in this mm. time. And I hope that people watching sort of get a, <laughs> a sense of this. Because it, it. Yeah. It, it, really, it, really, it really is. Um, mm. what, whatever may come. Mm. And um, knowing, knowing him and seeing what he's doing on the earth at the moment is just 
you know, words fail me really. It's, it's much more than a, a joy and a privilege, but it, it's just so exciting. And life is such an adventure with Jesus. And I think that's part of, for me, that's part of the sound and the alarm really going, look at what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not just a, it's not a doom and gloom. It's not a threat. It's not just, just warning. warning. It's, it's not just warning. Not come alive to what God is doing just exactly now. Exactly that. It's good. Exactly that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm brilliant. See, I'm delighted that you brought us back because I, I, th I think that was the third part of what you'd talk about, Joel, is the harvest and basically, you know, these many, many, many in the Valley of Decision. Um, and um, and it's, it's we've we've been in a context where a good friend of ours will often say, like, one of the few things we won't be able to do in heaven is share the gospel with people who don't know wow. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's one of the thrills that we get to yeah. do now. Absolutely. Cool. Um, yeah. I normally maybe end prayer, but so I'd love for you just maybe to close us out in in prayer, and then um, we'll we'll take our leave for today. Okay. Thank you, Lewis. Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing in the earth today, and we see we see what's going on. We see the um, the trouble that's here now, and the troubles ahead. But we just want to take this moment and say thank you that you are king overall. You are our king of glory. And we thank you so much for the way that you love us all so intimately. Mm. We thank you so much for what you did at the cross for us. Pray for a new revelation. Thank you that it's there that you won the victory over everything, yes. including sin and death. And help us to keep coming back to that, Jesus. Mm. I, I thank you for the pouring out of your spirit that you promised and that you've you've already so beautifully done. But I pray again, like I prayed earlier, for pouring out of your spirit on each of us. And we don't have to wait for that. That can happen right now. Mm. So we thank you for the gift of your son and the gift of your spirit. Mm. May we fall more in love with him and may we be filled with your spirit mm. afresh again, even now as we finish and as we watch this jesus mm. we're expectant for all you're going to do and i thank you for the way that you are speaking and the way that you are um calling each one of us every single one even those who think who me yes you every single one of us jesus for a particular calling mandate assignment in these days just pray you show us what they are mm. thank you so much for all you're doing we love you amen amen I mean, well, thank you for joining us, Sarah. Thank you for joining us um, on the road, whether you're watching or you. listening. Um, if, you, um, if you want to find out more about so some of the stuff that Sarah's doing is if you go to allthroughthishour.com, you can find out some of the part of what God is doing with you and the team of people around you is around calling people to sort of group public prayer and um, repentance, fasting, worshiping God awesome. as well. So you can find out more at allthroughthishour.com if you want to find out some of the stuff that's happening with Sarah and the team around her. Um, otherwise, we'll see you next time on the road. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lewis. God bless.